welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Your harmony is getting better and better. Can you do the um, Marilyn version, the Mr. President? Is that just like sensual? Yeah, the like really breathy one. <laughs> just like, happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> things but that's good enough (laughs) well what's going on you guys happy birthday happy friday happy hour happy everything it's ashley's 24th birthday on the day that we're recording this it'll be a few days once this comes out but we're so excited to share our life lessons it's a little thing we like to do here on this podcast every time we turn a new leaf another trip around the sun if you will we talk about the life lessons that we have gained 24 to be exact. And I can't wait to hear what Ashley has come up with. How do you feel? Do you feel older? Do you feel wiser? A whole 24 trips around the sun. You know, I feel just the same as yesterday. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I still feel spry. Maybe um, existentialism isn't getting to me yet, nor is middle age. Actually, 24 seems pretty comfortable. 24 does not seem too old or out there in the least. So I'm comfortable with 24. In, I think of it two ways. 24 and 23 seem interchangeable to me. 22 was like 21. 23 and 24 are the same. 25 is a big deal. 26, flash in the pan. 25 is like you are a real adult and I'm scared. 27 I'm very excited for. 27 seems so fun. I've always thought 27 is the best. Um, And then 28 and 29, I can offer no solace in that. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen then. But in my mind... 24 in the scheme of your life obviously is really really young but in the scheme of your youth it's kind of like pushing old if that makes sense like wasn't you know that song that's like I blacked out at brunch I swear 16 was yesterday now I'm closer to 28 like that's what I'm feeling like weren't we just in high school falling in love with stupid boys from our hometown high school feels quite literally so far away to me the thing that feels close is like 20 and 21 Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And especially because of our our COVID year too, like there was just a year post-grad that was stripped from the timeline of life. Doesn't count. Trash it, crumple it up, throw it away. Yes. 17 and 18. Not getting that one back. (laughs) (laughs) Quit dreaming about that one. 17 and 18 feel quite far away, but 2021 feels quite close. 22 feels close. All that, all that stuff. Another song that I realize references is a favorite band of ours, a real favorite band that I wish we had merch for, Bowling for Soup. Her dreams went out the door when she turned 24. (laughs) Oh, yes. Are your dreams, do you feel like yours are going out the door? No, because I'm not married to a CPA and I don't have any any kids or anything. Um, Not yet, anyway. But which part, married to a CPA or having kids or both? Yeah. Finance bros with one-syllable names. (laughs) Ashley's looking. Just like that movie up in the air. She's like, what's it going to take? What's it going to take to marry a finance guy with a one syllable name and a golden retriever? I'm um, in a perfectly average but great life. Um, 
But yeah, that song also, I realized the other day, mentioned 24, but that one doesn't scare me because that's a totally different lifestyle. That was back when people were like really settled down at this age and we're just getting started. Yeah. So what words of wisdom being 24 for like three months, whatever, do you have to offer? Oh, I'm being put on the spot here. Words Mm -hmm. of wisdom. Um, we were just talking about this before we started recording, but I feel like, like the we were more into my mid twenties, <laughs> the more into my mid twenties <laughs> that we're getting, I'm realizing how important it is to find community and to seek that out because it's not going to come find you. Oh, friends, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and like the loneliness that all these influencers are coming out and talking about on TikTok, like it's just so lonely in your mid to late twenties, like. It kind of is because your entire life up until this point is built upon community, clubs, extracurriculars, sports, um, school things. You have classes with groups and then in college it's the same thing. And then once you're out, it's like, where do I find that? It's just going to my nine to five. Like, I guess you can have work happy hours with your friends, but unless you seek out repeated patterns of meeting like joining a rec league or a Bible study or things like that, it's really hard to find community. You know what really upset me? The TikTok you sent, and it was the girl, and she was talking about how much she missed getting ready in the bathroom mirror and exchanging clothes with her friends and, like, talking to each other and having butter noodles and, like, having a nap before you go out and all of the um, community behind that. <clears throat> the Friday night you hear me getting choked shenanigans. Up? Um, what's it going to take to <laughs> have shenanigans? I want us. We were just talking about this, too. It's been too long, too long, being like a few months since we've seen each other. I would like us to do a trip where we just do normal stuff, which the normal stuff is going out and um, <laughs> watching cartoons and having naps and butter noodles. <laughs> and by cartoons, we mean cheaper by the dozen or the parent trap. Or Freaky Friday. Uh, But I want us to do just normal stuff on our next thing. We don't have to go somewhere new. No new things. Nobody's leaving the couch. We're all in our sweatpants. We're drinking wine. We're eating homemade pizza. And we're watching Gilmore Girls, okay? Yeah. But um, at the risk of sounding too nostalgic, why don't we steer clear of this train? Stop this train, John Mayer. Can't stop this train. Gonna get older. Um, yeah, so you're 24 as of how many ever hours? I don't know what time you were born at. Do you know? I don't know what time. I feel like it was not I think the I was morning. born at 4, 11 p.m., I'm pretty sure. I have no jurisdiction for saying this, but I feel like it wasn't the morning. Okay, for sure. So maybe you're not even 24 yet. We don't even know. Maybe my parents got my birthday wrong. I've never seen my birth certificate. <laughs> we gotta go find it. Maybe you don't even belong to your parents. You better check on that. Um, no, I feel pretty confident about that one. <laughs> oh ashley i meant to tell you for my celebration of your birthday i got oh yesterday yesterday Mm -hmm. where'd you get it first timer i got a sick deal because one of the med spas is one of my clients for marketing and so they gave me a discount and it was really interesting a sick deal i'm sorry are you do you skate now after school you got a sick deal on botox sick deal man Something that I've always been very stingy about for my birthday is having the proper amount of candles on my cake. Some people might say, oh, no, I'm getting too old. No, no, I throw a fit if there's not 22, 23, 24 candles. That's the most Ashley thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, you know how much I, I probably would just get a two and a four. Two candles, you know? Yeah. No, Does no, I like count? 24. That's well, you know also how, str- how strict I am about celebrating my birthday. So there's more than one day I celebrate it. Um, and so for the main cake, I like to have 24 candles. A tiny little dessert at a restaurant, sure, a two and a four. 
Sure, a two and a four. Oh, so there's multiple do. cakes being had. Oh, yeah, because I love my birthday. <laughs> right, of course, as you should. As everyone should. And I think it's important to be really self-reflective every year because obviously the years go on and on. The days are long. The years are short. So any moment you can have the chance to reflect on some new things you've learned or some advice that you give your future self, all that good stuff, I think is really awesome. So I'm excited to hear your list. Just wait until how short the years will be once we have kids. Oh my God, I know. And they're going to grow up so fast and we're going to throw up. We're going to be sick to our stomachs. We're going to be sick. We're going to be ill. <laughs> okay. So I think I did this in the vein of Taylor Swift's 30 things that she's reflected on in 30 years. If anyone remembers that Vanity Fair article, I think it was Vanity Fair. Um, I'm sure everyone has it bookmarked to their laptops, the Vanity Fair article. <laughs> it's actually not as good of an article as one would think. Also, before we jump in, if you're listening to this, it'll be coming out Friday, which means it's the 21st, which means it is the album drop of Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's. And we are so excited. I'm so glad that she didn't make us wait so long between the announcement of the album and this drop, because I feel like in the past it would be like, hey, everyone, I have new music coming. Stay tuned in the next eight months until you're going to hear it. But this one was very like she told us a month ago, so we didn't have to wait that long. So there's like enough excitement in lead up. But RIP to Carly Rae Jepsen, who's going to also be dropping an album at the same time. And same I didn't with know Megan Trainer. you were keeping up on Carly Rae Jepsen news. Well, just the TikTokers. It's only because of the TikTok. Do you know the, the sound that's like, I'm coming back for you, yeah. baby? That's her. I think it is such a fun sound, and I know it's her, but that's all I know about her currently, and that's all I've known about her for the past What's eight years. What's upsetting is, like, Megan Trainer and Carly Rae Jepsen's PR team for the fact that Taylor Swift is dropping an album the same day that both of those artists are, and they're probably like, well, shit. <laughs> no one yeah. is going to be – we're not breaking the box office this weekend. No one's going to be they're, shooting They us. don't stand a single chance in hell. She just continuously surprises us with her diversity, and I think she's going to come out with something, and it's going to be a mixture of it all, and we're going to love it. The sad Swifties can cry to it. The happy Swifties can scream to it. It's going to be great. And I am so excited for her to announce that she's going on tour, and it's, I've been waiting for years and years and years. Can't wait to drop a thousand bones on a Taylor Swift ticket. You like, are girl. not going to drop a thousand bones. I don't have a thousand bones to drop, even if I wanted to. I had to get <laughs> new brake pads last week, so no. I'm an adult, and I can't drop a thousand bones on Taylor Swift, but if I had to, I think I would. I would try. <laughs> I would go into start, debt. Am I going to start walking everywhere to see Taylor Swift or not? What's going to be the... <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with those tickets. It's going to be like the Hunger Games trying to get a seat in those arenas like I'm scared for everyone including myself well you better start shopping on Shein so much and maybe if you don't buy a thousand articles of clothing that will somehow equal 20 bucks that you can spend on her ticket instead I buy less because of fashion pass fashion pass has helped curb my addiction my needs with oh, my shopping look, and my I'm online shopping and sponsored ad for fashion pass <laughs> so the first thing that I have on my list like I said in no particular order whatsoever and not written eloquently at all because I penned it last night. The first one that I have is to compliment other girls and women. Because I realize I absolutely love getting complimented in public. You're at a restaurant. You're out somewhere. Someone says they like your shoes, your purse, etc. And I realized the other time it happened, I always see girls and I like what they're wearing and I never tell them anything. And I think it's so important to tell people when you like something about them. Even if it's just something that they're wearing. That is so Amazing and special. And I love that so much. And there's nothing like getting a compliment from a stranger. You're right. It somehow holds more weight than someone you know because – Completely. Yeah. It's like it makes you feel like a celebrity for like half a second or something. 
And I'm always not too shy. Just I always will like tell the person I'm with. Oh my gosh, I like that girl's shoes. But why don't I just tell her that? Why do I have to tell the person I'm with? Why don't you just call Taylor up? Why don't you just walk right up to her and say, "Bitch, your shoes. They be cute." Yes. Okay. Number two. It is true. As much as we all don't like to know this, it's true that working out makes you feel better. <laughs> yes. It only took me this long to figure it out. Snaps in the back. It's so true. It helps your mental and physical health. You feel better of mind, of body, of spirit, 100%. Even though back in the day, the thought of working out made me want to crawl into a sleeping bag and never come out. But now I'm like really excited and looking forward to it. So, And now more often than not, it's like an enjoyable thing. And yeah, as long as you better. find... You just have to find what you enjoy doing because there's so many different kinds of exercise. And once you find your thing... You're in, babe. You're in it. You're locked and loaded, and you're living longer. And you're living longer. What did Katie say? Maybe every every workout is like putting a dollar into your bank of life. It's like writing a check into your um, longevity bank, and I tell other people that. It's so true. Sometimes I have to think about it that way. If I'm like feeling very unmotivated to go to a workout class, I'll be like, no, this is for the longevity of my life. Like one more workout, and I'm living 20 more minutes, you know? <laughs> Um, whether I ask for those 20 minutes or not. Um, okay. Number three is learn how to make some signature. You're getting older. You're 24. Learn how to make some signature drinks, simple ones, and signature meals. Signature to you or just like classic ones? No, to yourself. Stuff that you know that you're good at and that you won't screw up if someone comes over and you make it for them. That's fun and flirty. Like, would you like a cocktail? I'm a, I make a great old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> The transatlantic accent. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one, Ash. That's very 24. It's very 24 and very important. How are we going to find a lover if we don't know how to do simple stuff like this? <laughs> <laughs> no man is going to love you if you don't know how to make a cocktail. If you don't know how to make a chicken, roasted chicken. No, that's If you don't have a true. signature drink. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you seem more impressive and adult. Okay. No, for sure. Oh, okay. So this one, I think I already knew this to be true, but then I heard another girl mention it on TikTok that life feels more special and life feels a lot longer and you're able to elongate time when you acknowledge the changing seasons and the different holidays. When you're little, your mom, it's October and your mom's like, oh, let's watch a spooky movie and like, let's like change your bed sheets to be like a Christmas and, and Christmas time. And this girl was saying that she started doing that as an adult and she was like, life just stretched out so much more and there was more definition when I said, okay, it's springtime, let's go buy flowers it's um let's put on flannel sheets because it's winter and watch the family stone even if I'm alone and I don't have someone to do it with so to make oh so you're saying really lean into a theme yes into seasons and holidays because it makes things have more definition and not just an endless stretch of um existentialism an endless (laughs) stretch of pushing that boulder up the hill just for it to roll back down exactly if you're gonna push the boulder at least have some theme at least put some festive lights on that thing when it's time (laughs) at least have some theme just because you don't have little kids in your life doesn't mean things can't feel fun and joyful I think one time I talked to my therapist about the fact that we never decorated for the holidays and how it's plagued me my entire life (laughs) that just made you feel worse your life has never had definition (laughs) (laughs) not to go that far but 
no honestly like some moms just oh, don't shoot. don't That's do the whole like i'm gonna decorate the whole house and like change the sheets to flannel or put any lights on the house or whatever like i grew up in the woods i wasn't in a cul-de-sac where anyone could even see our house like no one could see our house from the street so my parents were always like why would we need to put lights on the house it's a lot of work and no one can see it anyway and i was always like but we can see it <laughs> Also, the boulder up the hill, I was looking up. I was like, what is that Greek mythology? It's Sisyphus. <laughs> Sisyphus is punished in the underworld by the god Zeus, who forces him to roll a boulder up a hill for eternity. And every time he nears the top of the boulder, or to the top of the hill, the boulder rolls back down. That's what I was referencing, and it was really bothering me. Make sure that you journal and to spend some time writing freely. Um, recently, I was like going through all this stuff like this Google Drive, the one for Pepperon that was like getting deleted. And I found some journaling I had just done on Google Docs when I was like, I think a freshman or sophomore in college. And it was just so sweet and tender to read through. And I wish that I had journaled consistently in my life and that there weren't big lapses. And I was also at my friend's house and I found a journal from when we were like 11 between our friend group. And it was so innocent, the stuff that was written in it. And Aww. I just wish that I had more stuff like that. When you're journaling, are you writing it down pen to paper or are you I, doing it? Are you typing? Oh, that I can answer. I was like, I don't know what I'm journaling about because I haven't in a little while. But <laughs> it just depends. Like if you're on a plane, write in the notes on your phone. If you happen to be at home, then pen to paper. Um, or if you're not at home and you're on your computer, then in the notes on your thing, on your computer. In the way that you like to journal, do you look up different prompts? to no, write about or do you just I kind should. of have a thought and just jot it down I have a thought and when I read back most of the stuff is like stuff that I'm realizing that I'm grateful for and I want to remember it um mm -hmm. so like that's been my pattern I've noticed so but I just like need to figure out how to write more consistently eventually you're gonna keep writing down on like receipts and different scrap pieces of paper all these things you're grateful for and one day you're gonna realize I have an album here Let's record oh, some of these babies. Sing, but you can. That's a Taylor Swift <laughs> song. But I can. Yes. That's lovely. Okay, this one. Um, I think you'll really like this one. Don't take criticism from someone you would never take advice from. Don't oh, take yes. criticism from okay. someone you wouldn't take advice from. Right. If you don't value their opinion on the positive side, why would you value their opinion on the negative side? Exactly. That's woke. Put that one in your back pocket. That's woke. This one might be number seven. Another light one. It also might not be. Another light one that hopefully isn't harking you back to your childhood, but traditions are really important. Whether that's with your family or yourself, like every year on your birthday, if you do this, or every year on like the first of the month, you do this, or traditions with your friends. Um, and traditions are really important. I think maybe perhaps the only tradition I have is seeing you guys every year at the lake. <laughs> That's good though. And look how important it is. Yeah, it's so important. It's my favorite tradition and it's also my only one. Well, we can make more. Okay, maybe do you have some ideas for the fans and for me? Sure. I sure and a single thought. You're sure, sweating. You're like, yeah. Every day, every year on my birthday, thanks to my best friend Allie, I make the list of however old I'm turning. Home. That's how many things I'm grateful for. That's one. That's a tradition you taught me. So yes, um, I can add that to my list. Every October, at least once or twice, leading up to Halloween, invite over some friends and make a chili or a soup and watch a scary movie. We used to do that together. I still a do chili. That That's, provides definition to Halloween. Um. Can I like come back to you? 
<laughs> I, I like. Um, I don't know if this is really a tradition, but I like watching all of the seasonal movies when the yeah, season comes exactly. around. Yeah, so exactly. And that's I guess like what that I said counts. earlier about providing like a definition to the holidays and like seasons of life. And I mostly only do it in October. I've realized, like October, November, I have to watch all the spooky and also all the feel good. Because mm-hmm. my high school friends uh, through college and stuff, we always did like a friendsgiving. That has been a thing in my life for a long time. Um, we can I can think of some more for you. We'll circle back. We'll we'll pile on more than just the lake. This I think again, no original thoughts here. I think I saw this on TikTok. Put on your weighted blanket. This one's heavier. I was talking about this with a friend recently. Everybody around you, including your parents, your friends, your grandparents, your significant other, they're all living for the first time too. We look at our parents and we think that they've already lived life and they have all of this wisdom to give us. They're living the first time too. They're also being like 54 for the first time. We're all just doing it the first time together. There's no no wisdom here. My mom was 54 when I was 14. Um, that <laughs> is so woke. Ashley, I think I saw that on TikTok and I think are all these like existential ones are the ones that you send me, but I'm pretty sure that changes a lot for the way that people are thinking because yes, our parents have lived more years on this earth than us, but they also don't have all the answers by any means. Like that is so interesting to think about. Like, and this also, is their first life too. It's your first time with your grandparents, like if you have younger ones like I do, like being in their 70s and like, I don't know, just getting older. It's your, if you're um, like fighting with your friend or trying to figure out how to like end something with your boyfriend or girlfriend, like it's their first time also experiencing whatever you're experiencing with you. No one has any right Do you think here. that we have more lives than this one? Just personal no, opinion? No, no. You think this is it? Well, I, th- I think that... Like, I believe in heaven, but I don't think that we get to, like, a do-over. I don't think we are, like, born and newborn again. I wish. No reincarnation in this family. <laughs> I don't think so. It'd be that would cool. Be novel. It'd be cool. It would be That's nice. That's all I'm saying is it'd be cool. Maybe you would uh, um, still get to go to the lake every year if that happened. <laughs> and that'd be so special. I am. Um, people, in my opinion come back into your life and no doors are really shut there's a season for everything in life and I think there's ebbs and flows with how close you are to people and things come back around or maybe they never do or maybe they do five or ten years from now but I do think that there's seasons for everything and people like you shouldn't just shut doors completely I think things come back around like try not to burn bridges when you can not even burn bridges even if you like drift apart from people I just think it's there are seasons and things come back don't take it so personally. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes – I think a lot of times we think of our life as very linear and life is actually very fluid. Like we think we're in this chapter of life and the next we'll move into this chapter and we all pretend like we know what the next chapter will look like even though we honestly have no idea because unexpected things happen all the time. But when you think of it that way, the way you just described, it's very fluid. Like Fluid. people are in, people are out. Maybe five years down the line, right person, wrong time. I really believe that could be a thing too in terms of romantic uh-huh. relationships. I honestly believe right person, wrong time is a real thing, but some people would disagree with me. So that's a hot take. Number 10, don't be embarrassed of your interests. There's nothing embarrassing um, about the stuff you like. Is this all from Taylor Swift? I feel like she said this in a speech once. No. <laughs> This is from my brain, except for this two that I said are from TikTok, unless it's been repressed in my mind. I just found a glitter sticky gem stuck to my back. Perfect. I want everyone to know. I just want everyone to know this. Of the things that you like, and Abby likes costumes. (laughs) 
I love costumes. I love dressing up. I love being like, extra. One of my friends, she was like, I really am interested in history. And I think I'm going to start reading more about it. And I would, and the way I used to be embarrassed to check out books from the library when I was 19, that's not embarrassing. Ashley used to be too embarrassed to check out books from our school library. I wish so, so cool badly. Would know that I, I read. wish you introduced me to the joys of reading back in college for fun. We didn't have time. We had too much of social lives and other things to read for school. <laughs> now we're just lovely old We had that huge, gorgeous, stunning library with a plethora of enjoyable books at our fingertips and we did not utilize. Your fiction section wasn't that big, so you didn't miss out on much. It was all like educational. Uh-huh. <laughs> but don't be embarrassed of your interests. Abby likes dressing up. I like reading and I like cooking and I like niche things like the Titanic. Don't be embarrassed of your interests. <laughs> like the Titanic. That is so good, Ashley. I love that so much. And just today, I called my local library to see if there were certain books that they had on hold or they could put on hold for me to transfer from one branch to another so I could pick it up at the most convenient location. And if you're interested in reading, this is your sign to get a library card because books on Amazon are expensive and they can add up. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell everybody for years. (laughs) And my roommate heard me making the call to our local librarian and I said, you know what? I'm trying to get my books for free from the library. Everyone should do it. Totally. No shame. Number 11, kind of along the same vein, foster your hobbies and things that you've always been curious about. Um, I'm really enjoying tennis, learning tennis. That's a new hobby. And people just forget to like pick up new hobbies and actively learn a new skill. Like I was talking to one of our friends and he was like, I'm looking for some new hobbies. My issue is that um, I get mad when I'm not good at them at the beginning and I drop them. <laughs> and to really like, there's something about learning a new skill from scratch and becoming actually actively good at it. I'm learning the new skill of weightlifting. Exactly. Something like that. And there's a lot of technical things to learn within that. You think you're just slanging around weights. Well, you're wrong. There is technique (laughs) and different ways of strength training and all this different science behind it. And it's very interesting. There's more to it than listening to Lenny Kravitz and slinging weights. Yeah. I mean, it's more like Drake and Fetty Wap and other rappers and things. But yes. (laughs) Okay. Um... Okay, this is in the same vein of what we were talking about earlier. There's not a person alive that doesn't go through periods of loneliness. That's all. Just remember that. Tattoo it on the back of your hand. Remember you're not alone and moving on. Moving on. We don't have to, we don't even have to harp on it. No harping. 14. Friends that won't be lifelong friends kind of just naturally weed themselves out. But there's also, and it's okay when you recognize that someone is just like, not not a filler friend, but not a lifelong friend either. And it's just a season. And you're like, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. But friends actually read themselves out. But there's also something to be said for holding on to other friends. You know what that reminds me of? I can't imagine. You find out who your friends are. Somebody's going to drop everything. It's a good it's country song. Beautiful. Who's that by again? I don't know. Someone old. I'll, I'll yeah. look it up for you. But um, you. it's so true. You do find out who your friends are, like the long-lasting ones, as you go through life. And it also, it takes a friend to be a friend. So think about like other people in your life, maybe that you've retreated from subconsciously or intentionally. You're you were only in their life for a season, so why do you expect everyone else to be in your life forever? Boom. Along the same, so along the same vein, distance makes or breaks a friendship, which I think is a good thing. And look at us being besties from across. I the feel day. as close to you as the day that I that I packed your bags. <laughs> Find out who your friends are is by Tracy Lawrence. If anyone wants a good, heartfelt, old country song, give it a listen. 
find out who your friends are by moving far away from them <laughs> yeah find out who your friends are by dropping everything and moving across the country alone <laughs> Watching the people you love in your life fall in love with other things. Watching Abby become an influencer is really wonderful. <laughs> it's like watching life through your child's eyes. Exactly. So I can't imagine the joy when I have children. Also, watching- Me watching the- you get up on that wake surf for the first time in exactly. four years. Watching the people that you love have joy. And also introducing people that you love to other people that you love. If you're dating someone and your best friend meets them, that's also really fun to watch. I cannot wait for you to, to introduce me to your husband one day. Oh, also no, to never to, to have kids. kids. The answer um, is never. I cannot wait to have kids. I don't know why you even <laughs> guessed that for me. <laughs> no, for you to meet my kids. For you to meet, for me to meet your kids and for me to meet the man. Yeah. Like once you start having a serious relationship and you're like, you guys, I think he might be the one and like we get to know him and stuff and like he becomes part of our little friend family. Like I cannot wait. This isn't on my list, but it's so exciting to not know, like, who in my – I was talking about in front of this recently. Who exciting to not know who you're going to marry. I think it's the most exciting thing in the world at this age. Yeah, it doesn't have to be stressful or depressing. It's exciting. Do what works for you. And I'm talking about this in terms of skincare, but it could be about anything. Everybody is wanting to hop on, oh, so-and-so said I should be doing this. According to TikTok, I should be working out this much and doing this type of skincare and X, Y, and Z. And just do what works for you. That's so true. And there's a lot to be said in the wellness space about this as well. Skincare is a good example because some people, they want a 13-step skincare routine and some people just want to moisturize and wash their face every night and call it a day. And that's totally fine. But also in the wellness space too, like there's all these gut health supplements, daily vitamins, B12 shots, like all these things out here. It's like just for us to function at normal capacity, like it's insane. How about we just try eating a little bit better, being a little bit mindful about not putting so much junk and alcohol in our bodies and go for a damn walk. Then maybe we don't need 14 gut health supplements. You're a person that other people want to be friends with and want to get to know. And you have qualities that other people wish they had or were looking for in a friend or a partner and you are just someone that other people want to be around even if it doesn't seem like it because maybe you feel like I don't know things could be getting lonely or your circle could be getting small or you move somewhere new other people out there are looking to the type for the type of person that you are you've got a lot to offer this world kid don't you forget it including being a Broadway star you got the face of a star kid and the heart of gold green eyes and a heart of gold Remember when you hyperfixated on that song, Beyond Belief? I think it's about time to start hyperfixating again. It's October. Actually, that's beautiful. And I think it's a good reminder for everyone struggling with self-confidence, self-worth, any of that good stuff. Just remind yourself that you have qualities that other people love and that they wish they had and that they admire in you, even if you don't know it. This one isn't reinventing the wheel, but you should be your own biggest fan because you're the only person you're stuck with. (laughs) You're stuck with yourself, so you better start liking it. So you better start liking it, and you're the only person that, like, can't get mad at yourself or leave yourself or anything like that, so you should be your own biggest fan. That's all. I have some pretty lofty dreams, so this is something that resonates with (laughs) me. That's no secret. No secret. I have some pretty damn lofty dreams and expectations for my life. And if I don't 100% believe that I'm going to accomplish them, why would I expect anyone else to believe in me? You have to show up for yourself first so that other people know how to show up for you. Boom. Trickle down therapy.
But you don't go to therapy. None of us go to therapy. <laughs> no, it's trickling down from my friends that do go to therapy slash therapy that I went to years ago that I still retain. You should write that stuff down and you don't want to lose your mind. I just start journaling. <laughs> yeah, how novel. 21, I believe. There are a million different ways to fall in love. You can fall in love with life, your lifestyle, your friends, your family. You can fall in love with uh, the way that you do X, Y, and Y, a city, a place, um, a routine. There are a million different ways yourself, a million different ways to fall in love. I sound like Brooke Davis than with a boy or a girl. There are much worse things to sound like than Brooke Davis. Brooke Davis is queen. That is so true. There are much worse things to sound like than Brooke Davis, number 22. Um, <laughs> that's the new one. <laughs> but there are a million things you can fall in love Scrap with. Scrap whatever you got for 22. That's the new one. Yeah, yeah. That's 22. There's a, the worst things to be. Um, but there's a million things you can fall in love with than a relationship. That's so good. I feel like as a society, we place so much emphasis on finding your one true love and it always is in a romantic sense well how about we find our true loves with our friends and our family and our lives that we're creating because maybe that's Brooke all going to come first that. maybe that is in the recesses of my mind from her maybe <laughs> if it's on an episode, I mean there's someone a lot let me know. of really good life quotes on one true love I think she was like you can fall in love with a place or like a family or a friend or for your friends she might have said that well, well I think so I think it was retained like it, a sponge. Was, it was put away in the files in your brain. There's like all these filing cabinets. One is One Tree Hill and one drawer is Brooke Davis and it's right there. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, 22. Become friends with your parents and your family. Easier said than done. No, yeah. Like we don't we don't need to harp on it. It's just, just do your best. Just do your best. God has a lot of grace, I think, with um how far away you go from him and how far you come back. And I think it's like a boomerang. It goes back and forth your entire life. It's true what they say in church. God has a lot of grace. <laughs> that is beautiful. Good reminder Again, to all of our spiritual listeners. It's so true. He'll meet you where you're at, wherever you are. Maybe Last Sunday should... was Baptism Sunday, and I sobbed my eyes you, out. You sob at everything. Tell them what you sobbed at two nights ago. And I, I had to think for a second when you told me what it was. I was like, who are these people? What does this word mean? If anyone grew up watching the movie Dreamer with Kurt Russell and Dakota Fanning and Chris Christopherson as Pop Crane, fantastic film. Pop Crane? <laughs> Kale Crane, Pop Crane, Ben Crane, never heard of them. They are such an endearing family. I love an underdog story, a sports story, a family drama, and just the nostalgia of watching that when I grew up really got me because I hadn't seen it in truly so many years. And I popped that little baby on Netflix and I cried multiple what times. What is the horse's name? Her name is Sonador, which is, I think, Spanish for dreamer. I think so. Because when you sent me the Snapchat, I was like, what is Sonador? What is dreamer? And <laughs> Why are you hysterical? It's such a good movie. I would honestly recommend it to like any adults. If you're like, what the hell is this movie? Go watch it. It's so feel good. You'll cry. Okay. 23. More is more. This certainly isn't something that you struggle with. No. With all of your costumes. Preaching to the choir here. But more is more. And anything worth doing is worth doing over the top. Anything worth doing is worth doing over the top. That is my new TikTok bio. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing if you want to make it more concise. I don't um, like, I like the way you said it first. Over the top? Okay. <laughs> Let <laughs> me that jot down. that down real quick. A penny for your thoughts. I don't think I need to explain that one. It's self-explanatory. 
Okay. Um, if you're gonna do- <laughs> if you're gonna do something, if you're gonna dress up as Priscilla Presley for Halloween, if you're gonna move to a new city, if you're gonna join a kickball league, if you're gonna make chili for all your friends, you better do it o- overdone. Because if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it over the top. Because more is more and less is a bore. And you only got one life, kid. Maybe one day. We don't know what tomorrow has. <laughs> we just don't know. Okay. 24. And last but not least, we finally reached 24. I could go on for ages. Maybe I'll write a Bob Goff style book. <laughs> Next year is 48. Screw 25. We're doing 48 life lessons. Just double it. Um, 24. I believe that if you love life, life loves you back. I sound like a preacher. <laughs> if you are putting good vibes out into the world, good vibes will be returned. Yes. If you love life, life loves you back in all capacities. So it's all about mindset and not circumstance? Completely. The more – well, okay, to a degree. Like there are some circumstances that can't be helped. But <laughs> um, there are some things that are really, really bad and awful in life. But most more often than not, the average run-of-the-mill days love life and life loves you back infinitely. I was just talking about this with my boyfriend because he was telling me that I need to stop talking about my seasonal depression so much because the more I am verbalizing how the weather is making me. You're embracing those those parameters I said about seasons. (laughs) I'm embracing it, but also something about it being so cold outside and getting dark so early and like all of that, all of the things that come with fall that everyone romanticizes and loves so much gives me an intense melon-sized pit in my heart and my soul and my gut. And so- I sometimes feel like vocalizing that helps me work through it, but also it can make my mindset be more negative because I'm just like, well, I'm already like depressed, like, you know, seasonal depression. But like, if I stopped talking about it so much, maybe I would just start focusing more on the positives. That's why you are going to buy a ticket to come over here like a retreat from the seasonal depression. (laughs) I need some vitamin D. That's the thing. It's not even not sunny. Like it's been sunny every single day in Nashville. Oh, it's just you. It's like 33 degrees outside. That's what's so lovely. It's seasonal. The sun is out, but it feels chilly. How wonderful. I like can't even go outside without my eyes watering immediately from the wind. We'll start going to more retreats. That's what we should start calling them, retreats. Every time you go and see your cross-country friend, it's a retreat. Um, so that's what I've got on that. Um, Actually, those were really impactful and thoughtful. And I know you said you just jotted them down really quick, but there was a lot of good lessons you know what no one's ever accused me of not being a eloquent writer (laughs) yeah you're a smart girly pop that's why i keep you around it's good to have smart friends and then i came across a quote the other day (laughs) you really are on your soapbox today this is and i haven't even had a drink yet because it's only 11 o'clock um i came across a quote the other day and it was very wonderful you might want to jot this one down too um a joy it will be one day perhaps to remember even this and that quote is taken from a long time ago before sisyphus i believe and his boulder up the hill <laughs> it's from sisyphus the, we're back to sisyphus for anyone who's well read or took great books in college it's from the Iliad, and it's contextually about like this too shall pass in life but it has a hopeful undertone and i really enjoy the hopeful undertone can you say it one more time please? of course get your pens ready a joy it will be one day perhaps to remember even this hmm yeah 
a seasonal depression. It will be a joy one day to be remember being seasonally depressed in your 20s. One day I'm going to go through something really hard and I'm going to be like, jokes on 24-year-old Abby who thought the hardest exactly. thing in her life was seasonal depression. <laughs> exactly. Just wait until life really slaps you in the face. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that quote a lot. Okay. And that's all I have on that. Um, to close us out very briefly, have you read any books lately that you'd like to recommend? I have been in such a reading rut. It's very frustrating oh, for me. Recently. And I'm, yeah, I'm kind of sad about it because I'm trying to get to 50 books before the end of the year and I'm slacking lately. And so I just ordered a bunch from the library, as I already mentioned, and they're all like creepy thrillers, which I usually go through really fast. For some reason, the love stories are slowing me down. Like I get bored, I put it down, whatever. I'm not getting super gripped by the characters in the story. So hopefully the thrillers pick things up. But right now I am reading the chemistry book. Oh, Lessons in Chemistry. Oh, is it any story. good? I listen, they were talking about it on the morning toast the other day. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm only like 60 pages in, so I haven't really gone into the meat of the story yet, but the characters are kind of cool. It's set in the 50s, whatever, whatever. Um, so stay tuned, I guess. But Put I that need to start down. like really diving in. And I want you to read No Exit when you go to the library to pick them up first. I read okay. that one so quickly. And don't you didn't watch it yet. On It's on Hulu. Like it's a movie that just came out recently. <laughs> oh, even better. I did not know that. But it's not – like, don't watch it first because the suspense buildup wasn't nearly as good as in the book. Okay. I'll and I'm not just know. one of those people that says that. Are you um, reading anything? I recently finished – don't laugh. This is about enjoying your interests. I recently finished The Cider House Rules by John Irving, and I really enjoyed it. It's a book with Why Toby would McGuire I laugh at that? Isn't that like a classic? It's an old man movie, and it's a classic book. And what 23, 24-year-old girl reads classic books for fun? Um, You're just not like other girls. Exactly. Um, it was really good and really well written. And that's the one where India always makes us say it when we're on our trips. Good night, princes of Maine, kings of New England. <laughs> I'm familiar. I have seen the movie. Oh, and then I also recently finished – I think you would like this one. It's just really long. That's the only thing that you might not enjoy. It was called The Most Fun We've Ever Had. And it was about four daughters that are all, like, real adults, more real than us, and their parents who are absolutely in love, obsessed with each other. But it goes back and forth between when the parents got married and were raising their daughters and how their marriage wasn't really that perfect, and then now how it is, and then the daughters are going through their own trials and tribulations. But it was really sweet and tender, and I enjoyed it. It is so crazy how when you're growing up, your parents will say, like, you'll understand one day and you always roll your eyes. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I know everything. I'm a kid. But then when you grow up a little bit, you really do understand one day. Like, how awful must it have been for my mom to be like making dinner and for me to be like, well, I don't want this. Like little bratty me. Like, how about be grateful that your mom is making you dinner? Because now I have to make dinner for myself every night and I'm so upset about it. And you can't even do that. Uh and the worst part is, like, you still love this kid, but you hate them so much. Yeah, you hate <laughs> them, like but you love them. It's like a twofold thing. You don't even and like then them I most of the time, but you love them so much. started reading this book that you – is probably on TikTok called The Vanishing Half. And I'm a little confused because the first quarter was what it was advertised, but then it suddenly changed. And I'm not sure why, and I'd like to know where it goes. So I don't know if I like it yet. <laughs> okay, stay tuned, book girlies, for our reviews. I think I am going to yes, end up yes. watching Practical Magic, even though you told me not to. I think I want to. No, I want to know your take. You are going to love the first 15 minutes. Because I saw that clip again on TikTok. Of her, really her jumping. Well, let me tell you the issue of her jumping into the guy's arms, right? And kissing him. Yeah. Okay. That reeled me in too. That happens five minutes into the movie and it has no consequence on the rest of the movie. So do we even care about these people when it's happening? 
we don't really care about him. That's the worst part, and that was the best part of the movie. But that part's really good. They're playing Faith Hill. I'm still going to watch it. No, for sure. Just tell me what you think. And also, Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock are both very pretty, and their hair is really nice in it. <laughs> okay, love it. Can't wait to be jealous. Nice. Um, do you have any good plans this weekend? I am going to the horse races, which is one of your dreams. I know. The horse racing in Kentucky. What are you We're wearing? We're dressing up. We are going to Keeneland, which is not Churchill Downs, a smaller version, but it's where Dreamer was filmed. I found out when I was watching the movie. You get me a souvenir. Can you get me Yeah, so let me try and find you something cool. I'm really excited. It's like Kentucky royalty. Like, it's their state is so proud of it. So I'm going with, like, all these Kentucky locals because that's where my boyfriend's from and, like, all his friends. And so we're all tailgating like it's a big football game we're all going to be drinking beforehand uh, we're going to go i'm going to bet my on birthday. a horse i'm so excited i feel sick if there's to a my horse stomach. named sonia door i'm betting on her there's not going to be a horse named sonia door i'm willing to bet everything i have in my life including my life and say there will not be a horse named sonia door my bet will 100% be based on what the horse's name is and nothing on the records or i was going to say or if it's um colors or pink yeah, if it has fun colors on it or if it has a really fun name, I'm picking that one for my winner. Maybe we should buy – all of us go in on a racehorse one day, a, a C-list racehorse. <laughs> I don't even think if we all went on it, we could even afford, but good thought. <laughs> all right. Um, Want to close this out? Yes. Happy birthday, Ashley. I love you so much and so dearly, and Ooh. I'm so happy to be doing life with you and this podcast with you from across the country and thank you to all of our listeners if you are listening to this wish ashley happy birthday dms are open don't be shy and everyone have the best weekend ever tear it up Mm